welcome back to another episode of Oy Vey. Hosted by your favorite people on the planet, me. And me. No, not you, just me. Yours truly. <laughs> um, Paige, how are you doing this evening? I am doing really well. How are you? I'm good. Doing well. Going through the motions. Yes. What were your oys and joys this week? Let's start with oys. My oy this week, I would have to say, was the fact that I had more work for my internship than like ever in the whole entire existence of my internship for the last like month and a half or however long it's been. I'm essentially in the middle of three projects right now and slightly overwhelmed because two of the three have only been in existence since Tuesday and the deadlines are short and I'm not a very well-equipped individual and it's just a lot for my small little brain to handle but we're getting there we're doing it um but just a lot of work (laughs) we'll see how it turns out but that's my oi how about you (laughs) My oi this week, um, this is actually a combination of like two things, and they're both from previous episodes of the podcast. So to get more context, if you haven't, if you aren't caught up, now you have to be. Um, my fundraiser that I was talking about last week that I was really excited for, it got pushed back to next week, which I'm like kind of happy about because um, my power went out again this week and so we didn't have AC so my house was really hot and so I couldn't bake my cake anyway um so I guess that's good but um yeah so that was my oi fun yeah my joy this week also has to do with my internship and also has to do with the fact that I had a billion and a half things to do and still have a billion and a half things to do but it's the fact that in one day I had to conduct four interviews, two of which were essentially like on the spot. Like I literally had 20 minutes to prepare and that freaked me out so bad. Cause I'm the kind of person that like, I like to have like at least a day to like mentally prepare myself to do absolutely anything in my life. And so I had to do those two interviews on the spot plus two other that were like pre-prepared. And I did four interviews within the span of like two hours or maybe like three hours. I don't know. And I was just so proud of myself afterwards because I felt so accomplished. And like, that was the most fulfilling day I've had, like top five during quarantine for sure. And I was just really proud of myself. I'm an interviewer, a professor. Thank you. (laughs) My joy this week um, is that I have gone from never having online shopped ever to have started to develop a sort of online shopping addiction, which might be a bad thing, but to me, it's a great thing. I don't think that's a good thing. (laughs) I bought, um, I started watching skincare by Hiram on YouTube. He's like huge on TikTok. Um, but I started watching his YouTube and I proceeded to purchase four products that he likes and they came in this week and I started using them and I love them. So I recommend all of them. Um, It's the Ordinary Hyaluronic Acid Plus B5 Serum, um, the Niacinamide 10% 
Where's um, our ad money for you saying this? I'm saying that you should all get them and also watch Skincare by Hiram because he's amazing. And That's then like no ad, not sponsored. <laughs> not sponsored. Um, and the AHA and BHA um, peel. Don't use that if your skin is sensitive because it will burn your face. And then I also got this new moisturizer from Target that was really good. It's like, it's the brand Burst. Oh, incredible. My skin already looks better. Not an ad, but like sponsor me just Hiram. I want a hug. Um, okay. <laughs> you love that. Let's dive into this week. Another uneventful week. I know. Every single week, me and Paige are over here, like, trying to come up with topics, and we're just like, nothing happened this week. On the plus side this week, we do not have an anti-Semite of the week. We love that. Yay! I hate that we have to do that. <laughs> I know, it sucks. But, you know, take what we can get right now right <laughs> yes instead we have kanye west i don't even know how to introduce him we have kanye west the one and only <laughs> um kanye's whole twitter rant he went on and on about saying kim is like Kim he's he's not talking to Kim and Chris and they're trying to call him and he's not answering and they're not answering and he's out in Wyoming and Kim tried having him committed and Kim wanted a divorce and like all this crazy stuff and Kim may have cheated on him with Meek Mill and also Lil Baby is his favorite rapper and those were in the same tweet <laughs> and then also saying how like, Northwest particularly, not just the children, but Northwest isn't going to do Playboy. And I'm just like, what about the rest of the kids? Like, <laughs> also said he wanted to abort North. Oh my god, wait, I missed that one. Yeah, he said he wanted to abort North, and then they didn't. Um, but Kanye's pro-life anyway, so, like, why would he even think about aborting North if he's pro-life? But that's none of my business. Well... I don't know. The whole thing, it, it's so hard because, like, obviously Kanye West is bipolar, and so these tweets were the result of a manic episode, but the reaction that the internet had was so divisive because some people were making fun of Kanye just because, you know, he's an easy meme, he's an easy target, obviously, but then other people were like, this is a person with mental illness. Like, if this was anybody else, you would be saying, pray for this person. And it's just because it's Kanye West, it's like, he's a joke. Which I think is really valid. Like, like you know, he's a mentally ill person. It's just, I think it's really crazy. What do you think? No, I agree. And I, um, I really liked the statement that Kim put out. Yeah. On his behalf, on her. I mean, I think putting it on her. I think her, it was on his behalf. Well, yeah, it was, but, like, it was because she didn't think he would be able to explain himself, you know? Yeah. But, like, she was, like, y you have to understand it's not easy to deal, like, to live with someone with mental illness. And that was, like, the most real I feel like Kim Kardashian has ever been. I felt like this is a human being talking to me right now. No, this I agree, but at the same time, I feel like this is something that's definitely going to be shown on the next season of Keeping Up with Kardashians for clicks, you know? Like, probably. But I don't know. Her message, it felt genuine to me. I didn't feel like I was listening to or reading Kim Kardashian, like, 
Hollywood socialite, like most famous person in the universe. I felt like I was reading Kim, somebody's wife talking about their husband. Like that's like, it felt very real. Maybe, you know, if she didn't, I'd like to think she wrote it, but maybe if some publicist person wrote it, they did an excellent job. <laughs> but um, I like, I, you're probably, probably right. It will end up being like a storyline on keeping up. Even well, but actually, I mean, I am not a regular watcher of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I was when I was maybe thirteen, but they don't really. Kanye's not on it. I don't watch it. I don't know. Kanye's oh. not really on it. Really, also, Kim's kids are barely on it. That's yeah. Because I remember whenever I used to watch it and they would give like a little peek, like Mason Disick would run by for a split second. I'd be like, oh my god, there's Mason. Because <laughs> the kids aren't really on it. Um, so I don't know if it's going to be that big of a thing on Keeping Up because like Kanye West is a really private person. He is. And I, I, I like it that way for him. Yeah, but that's like the difference between him and Kim. Like obviously Kim is like as public as someone can get. And then Kanye really isn't. So obviously, like this, I mean, I wouldn't say this was done like for like I like Chris Jenner to orchestrate this, because I mean, obviously, like this is like a real thing. Um, but yeah, I think it's more legitimate than just like a keeping up storyline. And people are also speculating that it has to do with the album that's actually coming out today, um, because they they're like Kanye always does this like right as he's coming out with a new album. I think that's very well possible. I don't think it is. Like, I don't know. Maybe, like, the stress of coming out with a new album got to him. I mean, you never know. Like, publicity stunts in Hollywood could be so crazy and insane. So, like, I, I don't know. I wouldn't put anything past anyone, especially Kanye. But... You know, I I like to think it was legitimate because if anything like that, that's like I don't know, just something kind of gross to like, just pull at people to get publicity. But just going back to like Kim's message, I I don't know, I really just resonated with what she said. I felt like she really came from the heart, like what she was saying was coming from the heart, and I just um, I don't know, I feel for her as like a person as like a mother like that must with like all the kids and whatever like that must be really hard for her when like their relationship obviously can become so strained and then like Kanye's threatening a divorce and you you hurt me you did this and it, that must be so hard and you know public. even when you're Kim Kardashian it's hard yeah I hope that everything is okay with her I think that she I hope they don't get a divorce. I'd be so sad if they no, ever split yeah. up. They've been together, I don't know, at least like five or six years. Or no, how old is uh, Northwest? Like seven? Six? I think she was older. I don't know. She's no more than like seven at most. But, but in, in Hollywood years, that's like 40. <laughs> so they've been together a minute. And so that'd be really disappointing if they broke up. It would be really disappointing. I'm I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting for her. I think that she's done a really good job handling everything. And I hope that she's okay. They're usually really private about this. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever seen Kim speak out about this before. Well, because usually Kanye is really private about 
their relationship. So, like... Right. Well, yeah, I guess Kanye sort of put Kim on blast. So, she had to say something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I hope everything ends up okay with them. Especially, I mean, with the whole presidency thing. Like, it's the just... Party. Like, oh, my God, the birthday party. It's just really crazy. But I hope... I hope for their family it all turns out well. So at the end of the day, I love the Kardashians. Like, I think they're so fun. <laughs> so there's that. I mean, they're, no matter what happens, they're going to come out unscathed. Like, they're, they're all very powerful people. Like, the Kardashians are just, like, untouchable. Like, they, they can... Are they can do no wrong like they can do wrong and they can get scandal after scandal after scandal but at the end of the day they're the kardashians <laughs> like i don't know it's like scandals are part of the brand like it's fine yeah no they'll be fine kanye will be fine too because he's kanye but yeah yeah they're the royal family of the united states <laughs> <laughs> don't push that too hard <laughs> <laughs> it's true though but yeah I don't know I just I said this before but I just I hope it all ends up okay I'm sure it will but you know fingers crossed another celebrity that has been in the news today is Demi Lovato who is now engaged Ozzles. I saw her husband or soon-to-be husband's Jewish oh really <laughs> I was looking I saw for some reason the 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 fiance, the fiance's Instagram post before I saw Demi's, and people were commenting Mazel Tov in the comments. <laughs> I love that. So now they have to go to Israel, and she has to, you know, not. You know, she has to take that back. Her she has to take back completely. Demi Lovato posted a few years ago, or not? Actually, not a few years ago. Maybe like a year or so ago that she went to Israel, and then was like, "Oh, it's such a beautiful place," and then people were like screaming at her in the comments, like whatever, saying terrible things. And she was like, I'm sorry, I don't know the history. So hopefully her fiance educated. If she if he didn't educate her and she still needs education, Demi, listen to Oybe. We got you. We got you. No, but I'm so excited for her. I mean like I'm not even the biggest Demi Lovato person, but just like I don't know. Anyone of like, you know, the Disney kids, like those people and just you know, makes my heart flutter. Yeah, I feel like I grew up with Demi, and, like, I want her to be happy. I want yeah. all of us to be happy. And the same, I feel like, I thought it was really funny how yesterday was also Selena Gomez's birthday, who, then she turned 28, so that was another thing that was, like, oh my god, that's so bizarre to me that Selena Gomez is 28 years old. That makes me feel like I'm a literal ghost. Like, it's so weird. But Demi Lovato and Selena, used to be best friends when they were little obviously like everybody knows that they were besties princess protection program they grew up in texas together all that stuff blah 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 and i and then they had somewhat of like a falling out no one really knows what happened but i thought it was so demi i know this probably didn't have anything to do with it but demi posted that she was engaged on selena's birthday <laughs> and i just thought that was so funny just a one way for her to just like one up her like, it's your birthday, I don't care, I'm getting married. <laughs> I respect they, it. They, really, they have nothing to do with each other anymore, as far as I know, but I just think it's so fun. I love it. I think it's amazing. I wish her the best. I hope she has a nice Jewish wedding and um, half Jewish babies. <laughs> I was, um, I saw a tweet, I think it was this morning, it was like, 
Miley was married and divorced. All of the Jonas brothers are married. Demi's getting married. I feel so old. Like, that's so real. And then there's Selena. <laughs> anyway. Speaking of Selena, Justin Bieber announced. Oh, I actually, I hate that I said speaking. Selena and Justin Bieber should not be associated with each other. I know that I'm a big proponent of that, but I had to say it. Justin Bieber re-announced, or announced his, like, re-release uh, of tour dates today that were, like, canceled because of corona. So, we'll see if that actually happens, but that's something else that happened today. I don't know. That's exciting. And then, similar to that, <laughs> today, that was, like, the one moment for, like, the Justin Bieber fans. But today, as we're recording this, it's July 23rd. This is going up tomorrow on the 24th. But today, the 23rd, is One Direction Day. It's the 10th anniversary of One Direction. Happy so, birthday, One Direction. Happy birthday, One Direction. 10 years old, double digit. Decade old. Oh. So it's a big moment for um, the, one, the, the Directioners. I, Paige, did you have a One Direction phase? I adamantly did not like One Direction. <laughs> and I know that's an unpopular opinion. Yeah, like, why did you never liked them? There was something about them that was irritating to me. Um, Justin phase? I did have a Justin phase. I named several things after Justin Bieber. I named several things in my life Justin Bieber Jr. <laughs> my husband, and so they were my kids, you know? So, um, I love Justin. Um, one Direction just never did it for me. Um, I like Zayn. <laughs> I sort of, I was a One Direction fan first, and then um, I jumped ship and became this diehard Justin Bieber fan. But I was a One Direction fan in like fifth and sixth grade, and I was a Louie girl, which I cringe at, because like, who the hell was a Louie girl? Like, <laughs> what was I girl. What? My sister was a Louie girl. Louie's, like, not the, like, whatever, but that's what my 11-year-old self enjoyed. What a, moving on. One Direction was my first concert ever, and it was so fun. It was the Up All Night tour, and I had, like, a fun t-shirt, and then on, I, I was watching this old video this morning that I did with um, my friend in 2012 on One Direction's second anniversary, and we made a video dancing to I Want, I think that's what the song's called, <laughs> by One Direction. And we had bought like white shorts and then colored the shorts with like One Direction inside jokes. So like I had like the British flag and like the Irish flag for um, Nile. And then we had like carrots on it and like which I know that's a thing in the One Direction fandom, but I don't remember what it means, but I knew when I was 11, you know? And it said, like, Larry Silence. They were really cute shorts, like, not gonna lie. Um, but it just, it was so funny looking. Like, I was so cringy. Like, why does that exist? But it does. I have seen this video before, uh, multiple times, actually. Um, there's <laughs> a point at which where Brie and her friend scream at the top of their lungs. <laughs> Oh my god, no, because we, okay, if you're a real One Direction gal, you know that the actual minute on, like, X Factor, or whatever it is, that One Direction was formed was at 8.22 p.m., and so that's, like, the actual anniversary is July 23rd at 8.22, so 
So I was with my friend and we were outside in my backyard and we were, ha we had our video recording on the, you know, computer and we were counting down on the clock. And then as soon as it hit 8.22, we screamed like absolute bloody murder. Like, I don't know why we decided, like, it was literally atrocious. Like, I'm cringing at the secondhand embarrassment for myself. It damaged my ears. It damaged my ears. <laughs> like, why was I like this? Oh, thank God for puberty. <laughs> and Justin Bieber for pulling me out of my One Direction phase. I love that I didn't have a One Direction phase. I think that's sad that you didn't have a One Direction phase. I think it really made me into the woman that I am today. I think it builds character to have um, stan days. I'm so glad I never had a stan phase. I, I, I'm, I, I disagree. Being obsessed with a person or group of people that will never know that you exist is sad. See, Paige, this is where we go back to let people like things. <laughs> Don't come for me like that. <laughs> I'm not Stan saying Twitter. you can't like things. I'm just saying that in my opinion. Stan Twitter, I like will argue to the death for Stan Twitter. Because Stan Twitter, when you're like really in it, is such a nice community. Like now everybody on Stan Twitter is kind of like, awful because like cancel culture and whatever but like stan twitter a few years ago was just like a bunch of really nice friends who also had justin bieber and selena gomez icons or maybe some ariana grande icons or like taylor swift who were all 12 years old and now they're 19 and they want drama no that's not true because i remember when i was on stan twitter i was like the baby i was there when i was like 13 and everyone else was like 16 or 17 so I think people age out, and then now everyone who's on Stan Twitter is, like, 13 again. <laughs> it's so funny. So now it's a bunch of, like, YouTube Stan accounts or TikTok Stan accounts that um, are just looking for drama. Like, I, I hate that people, like, Stan TikTok and whatever. It's just so gross to me. Like, I, if I was 12, I 100% would have, like, an Emma Chamberlain Stan account. Oh, my God, yes. But, like, it's so weird. I don't know. Just, like, standing YouTube and TikTok people. I mean, I guess now it's more normal because, like, that's who, like, the real celebrities are as opposed to, like, actors. It, like, if you're, if you're, like, 13 right now, like, TikTok are, is your Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande. Like, right? Oh, I feel like YouTubers. Like, it's the same. Yeah, YouTube and TikTok. Well, no, I feel like YouTube, like, at the... Like, I had friends that had, like, Dan and Phil Stan accounts when we were, like, 13. Okay, yeah, but I feel like that was, like, the beginning of it, and I feel like at the, that point, it was still cringier to have, like, a YouTube fan account than, like, an actual celebrity fan account, you know what I mean? That's just because you were, you had a celebrity fan account. <laughs> Maybe. Or um, you judge who's cringier. I had cringy. for a minute... As I was, like, fading out of my Justin Bieber, Selena stand days, I had a fan account for Colleen Ballinger for a minute. Okay, <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> and I felt so cringy because all of my ex-Justin Bieber stan peers were like, why are you standing YouTuber now? Like, we can't be friends with you anymore. <laughs> 
Oh my uh, god, Stan Twitter was so clicky. Stan Twitter, but it is so clicky, but also, like, just so fun. Like, if you're, like, a sad 14-year-old girl like I was and, like, hate all of your friends in real life and just want, like, a cute community of people, Stan Twitter is where it's at. Like, I loved being on Stan Twitter. It was, it shaped my formative years. That's so cute. Yeah, so sucks that you never had a Stan Twitter um, phase because that really hurt your upbringing. <laughs> I disagree wholeheartedly. I think it made me a more well-rounded person. Um, but you know what? If that's what makes you happy, then yeah, I could hurt <laughs> by this, okay? <laughs> Anyways, you do you. Let's move on. <laughs> Speaking of the TikTokers. Celebrities, yeah. <laughs> celebrities. Let us know if you think that, like, TikTok people and, like, YouTube people are considered celebrities. They're not celebrities. They're just famous. Yeah, they're influencers. But I hate, I hate the word influencer. Why? I like it. It's such a cringy word. Because also, all the influencers, they don't influence me about anything. I don't know if I've ever actually bought That's an accurate word for it. Like, what? I think that's a more accurate word for it than just, like, general, like, calling them a celebrity. Well, yeah, I guess I like that there's a differentiation. It's just such a, I don't know. I guess I, I guess I appreciate that they're not just grouped in with celebrities. But anyway, two influencers, um, Charlie and Dixie, because we don't talk about them enough. <laughs> um, they recently, they've been making collabs, like, every other day. But they had a collab, they released a collab with Morphe 2, which is Morphe's new line. And people are mad about this. Okay, so here's where I'm going to go off because I'm big mad. I'm not little mad. I'm big mad about it. And so if you know me here, here on this podcast, you know that I appreciate Charlie D'Amelio. Like, I don't have a problem with her. I like her. I think she's adorable. I think she deserves the world. One thing she does not deserve is this brand deal. And that is because people who have been in the beauty industry for much longer than her, well, she's not even in the beauty industry, that have been in the beauty industry for like X amount of years, who have been trying to work with brands to make their own products or even like get an affiliate code or be a part of some campaign don't get to do that because these two TikTok sisters, Charlie and her sister who tags along and gives us nothing, <laughs> nothing, uh, get a brand deal and I with a cosmetics company. And I think that's really gross. I think it's really gross and it makes me really mad. I feel like you can't blame them though because Charlie D'Amelio is the most famous person on the planet right now. And, you know, Morphe approached her. So who's she to like say no? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that they should know better. Like, yeah, I'm, mad at, her, I'm mad at them. If you assume that, would think that, you know, all is right and fair and good in the world, and that's just not how things work. And so Charlie's famous, like, the most famous ever in the world right now, <laughs> and that's why Morphe wants to work with her. Same uh, with Hollister. You could say, why are Charlie and Dixie the new face of Hollister? What do they know about fashion? But it's different because it's a clothing brand. Like, what? Hey, what if you're this, like, fashionista and you want to be a stylist? And, oh, Charlie's designing jeans. What does Charlie know about jeans? 
but she's not designing them and she doesn't have a say in it she just models for them and she's the first no 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 the whole campaign is that they're genealogists they like picked them and everything they're like charlie approved (laughs) i hate that i'm telling you if i was 12 i would be eating this up (laughs) i never shopped at hollister so there's that but i also was never really hollister i like don't care about hollister like if they want to do that that's fine Oh, but I'm saying it's the same idea. I don't think it is. It's different. Because people, like, Instagram models or, like, fashion bloggers get more recognition than makeup artists on the internet. Cosmetics industry is the only place that makeup artists get their recognition. Or I mean, I guess, I don't think, I would it be more fair for them to collab with, you know, an up-and-coming makeup artist? Yeah, for sure. But then they'd get way less press because if they're doing it with someone who's unknown and charlie charlie comes with 70 million followers like you know what i mean it's not fair but it makes sense it's just frustrating it's not that they would pick a person that has like no followers they would pick another celebrity like not celebrity they would pick another beauty influencer that so has a following Charles? james already has a collection with them oh yeah so i don't know who are other makeup Chill- them out Oh, I, don't know I follow a bunch of them. Let me pull up the list. They, pull up the receipts. They could work with, I don't know, Nicole Concilio. I love her. Um, Jackie Ina, who I actually don't think would work with them. Um, uh, Kathleen Lights. I love her. These all have, like, huge followings. Nikki Tutorials. I would love to see them do something with Nikki. Um, she has a huge following. She probably has the biggest makeup following on. And all of this would be great, but they're just trying to sell the new products. Plus, this is a whole new brand. It's like Morphe 2. It's like a totally new venture. And so. Venture, like, basically influenced by them. And I'm like, why can't you just do that with another makeup artist? Yeah, but I, I don't know. I get where they're coming from. Plus, the whole idea of it is, like, the the no makeup makeup look, like, all natural. And Charlie is obviously known as being this, you know, like, cute, natural, relatable girl. Like, she doesn't even look like she's wearing makeup. So, you know, they want to be relatable with the kids. And so they're going with Charlie. I think it's dumb and glossy. Think, doing this thing for years. We were saying this before. I think that, like, Dixie's existence on the internet hurts my brain because I totally respect her for like hopping on to Charlie's clout and just sort of like riding the wave with her like if I had a sister who had 70 million followers I'd do the same but but Dixie literally gives us nothing (laughs) nothing give me nothing give me nothing I love it I love it I respect it (laughs) All of Dixie's posts, because I follow her on TikTok and I follow her on Instagram, all of, like, at least every other post recently is an ad. So she's literally just like, my sister's famous and I'm here to collect. Like, <laughs> that's she all. Collect, and she got a boyfriend out of it. I know. Dixie's just living a little dream life right now. And, like, lit- literally no shade, no disrespect to Dixie. Like, if I were you, I, like, you know, my life, like, I don't even know. But, like, just give me a little more. Like she does, I know she has a song, so, like, she does something. Nice. But, like, she's, 
I try watching her YouTube channel and it's just like, she looks like she's being forced to do everything just to like be part of Charlie's brand. Like she's Probably just- Probably is. He gives us nothing. <laughs> no, literally, if I was an influencer, I would want to be Dixie D'Amelio because literally she just gets to sit there and hang out with cool people and get her picture taken all the time. I mean, yeah, but then everybody, like, maybe it doesn't bother her, but she's literally known for just being the sister and sitting there. Like, <laughs> I would want to be known for a little more than that, you know? It doesn't even matter. Like, I don't think it bothers like, really her. owns it. Like, she did a video with Josh Peck the other day, and Josh Peck asked Dixie, like, so how did you guys get so famous? And she's like, for me personally, it really helps when you have a sister who does all the work. <laughs> and you just like come and it's literally she's no she's self-aware like she knows <laughs> she is and I love that about her I think that's so iconic I know but then I don't know just like all of her ads like when she tries to be influencer she just fails she just looks so awkward it's okay you don't have to be entertaining when you're pretty and that's what she is she just needs to like take the pictures and just not talk because when she talks she's awkward <laughs> I also think she needs to not pursue a music career, but that's none of my business. Not bad. She's <laughs> it's not like, so no. bad. It's a, it's like it's like a cheesy like kids bop kind of song. It's like whatever. Like she her voice is fine. It's not yeah, bad. No, her voice is fine. The song is just not good. Yeah, yeah, but like she's fine as a singer. It's just like she doesn't have any like. I mean, it's, I literally, no disrespect to Dixie, like, literally, I love your life, but she has no stage presence, she has no, like, captivating energy, like, she's not, like, she's literally just famous because her sister can dance, like. <laughs> I think Dixie's funny, and I think if she, like, actually tried a little bit, she could be, like, not, like, Eliza Koshy, but, like, she could be, like, someone funny, like, yeah, I think like the issue is Dixie has to try to, like, find her own path, and right now she's just copying, like, everyone. Like, her YouTube videos, it's just, like, she's trying to be every other YouTube person, or, like, every other TikToker that's on YouTube, and she just comes off really, like, not genuine, and then she does all of her ads, and then she does all of her stuff with Charlie, so, like, Dixie doesn't really have her own thing. She has the song, but then she just, like, doesn't stick with singing. She tries to be a YouTuber and all. Like, she just has to, like, find her lane. She hasn't found her lane yet. And I hope she finds it soon, because it's really cringy to watch the process. Speaking of your lane, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I believe the Zemilio sisters need to stay in theirs, but um, another TikToker that needs to stay in their lane is Addison Ray Easterling and her mother. <laughs> Very cool. I'm for her mom. <laughs> I love Sherry. Sherry's an icon. But that's besides the point. They came out with a podcast. And now that we're peers with Addison and her mom. Mother knows best. Or, or mama knows best. Mama? Mama. Yeah, I think it's mama. That's mama. Um, but now that we are podcasting peers with Addison Ray and Sherry, um, I am saying that they need to stop. It was not a long podcast. It's like 20 minutes. And every like four minutes, there's like a music break. <laughs> like our music, our intro music isn't really good. But like we don't 
have a company behind us like doing the whole thing no but they don't just i thought it was just bizarre they don't just have intro music in the beat i mean i skipped around the whole thing i didn't even listen to the whole thing in its entirety because i don't care to learn about addison ray's life but every like five minutes there was just music like to transition the like segments i guess or whatever and i'm just like why no that's weird i don't like it and i i also didn't like story you know it's like they got famous one day and then here they are exactly and i thought that was cool but like i'm gonna be honest with you i don't care well that's just because you're not an addison ray fan you're not the target audience this is true but i listened to it and if y'all think brie and i interrupt each other too much y'all need to listen to this podcast (laughs) (laughs) addison spoke over sherry the whole time Oh my god. And also they kept being like, my way or the highway, and the highway led to, and I was like, literally stop. I mean, it's only the first episode, so like, benefit of the doubt, hopefully they'll get better in the next couple of episodes. Um, But you know, they're trying something new. I think it makes sense because they're sort of, kind like, not totally known as like a mother-daughter duo, but like, they kind of are. So it, like, you know, makes sense for them. I know the D'Amelios are also potentially getting a reality show. This just seems to be the avenue that TikTok is going. Like, everybody's getting their own little things. Um, but, you know, Addison I think... Brings, if Addison brings Bryce Hall on the podcast, I'll be more inclined to listen. But, like, that's it. Well, you're not an Addison Ray fan. You have to think if you're a 13-year-old girl, you want to listen to Addison. But, like, I feel like her audience is not 13-year-old girls. It's, like, teenage boys. Okay, that, that too. And they're not going to listen to that podcast. I'll tell you that right now. I mean, I, I, mean, I don't know Addison Rae's demographics, but I imagine she has some young girls. <laughs> and so those people are listening. I mean, TikTok fans are predominantly young girls. That's true. So someone's listening. Addison has like what 50 million TikTok followers someone's listening this is true um yeah I know also this is totally off topic but I found this out today that Dance Moms the holy grail of television um the moms from Dance Moms are making a podcast called like mothers because mom said so or because mother said so or something like that which is like exciting and I'm like oh my god the dance moms the dance moms moms all on like a podcast that sounds so fun but they don't have Christy who's Chloe's mom who also was the most entertaining mother on the show and I don't know why because Christy didn't have like a falling out with any of them so I don't know why Christy's not on it but that sort of ruins the whole thing because it's just like hello where's Christy so even though this podcast is coming I'm slightly disappointed so for any of you who watch dance moms and know what I'm talking about I'm a little sad about that, but anyway. I love that we can discuss other podcasters, like, we're, we're <laughs> like their peers now. We're so their peers. <laughs> we're up there with Addison and the dance moms, moms. <laughs> we started before them. We have a solid two months on them. <laughs> we do. This is <laughs> Paige and I send each other TikToks, like, all day long, so even though we're, like, kind of saying not the nicest things about these tiktokers we do watch a lot of tiktok and she sent me this tiktok recently of this girl um saying that she was making lemon squares or something like that 
and that her dad said to her that like why are you making that that's like the most guyish dessert I've ever seen <laughs> and I thought that was so funny and then the girl continues to say you know what like that's kind of true and then it made me think what other foods not because non-kosher foods are obviously automatically guyish foods so what not non-kosher food that's just like a regular food just screams goy to you and me and Paige just went off sending each other all of these foods so we want to talk about them because this was literally this was my joy of the week it was so entertaining this conversation must have gone on for like at least an hour at least I just like I was like we gotta keep going and this is too good (laughs) it was so good I never want to talk about anything else I'm gonna be honest with you pasta salad any any kind of salad that's not like salad like lettuce salad is guyish that's not true macaroni salad fruit salad um oh, uh, I'm talking about like tuna egg salad. salad I think egg salad is so Jewish why is egg salad Jewish I only know Jews that eat egg salad I don't know other people that eat egg salad my family likes egg salads maybe it's a Jewish thing but I'm not really an egg salad person but I just think I don't know fruit salad (laughs) Jews don't have uh, fruit salad or um macaroni even though I love macaroni salad at my diner that I always go to they have such good macaroni salad it just it feels so like I don't know there's something about it pink lemonade (laughs) Oh, I love pink lemonade. No, I agree with you. But I think just lemonade in general. Yeah, lemonade in general. Um, my favorite one that I pulled out of this conversation was orange slices at sporting events. <laughs> I literally, I think I come from too Jewish of an area to even know from that. Because when you said that, I couldn't relate to it at all. <laughs> I played soccer when I was a kid. The moms brought like three gallon sized bags of cut up orange slices and they were my favorite part of playing soccer (laughs) a lot but um no I don't know just like seeing orange slices is like the most guyish thing to me I think that's similar to fruit salad just like a like a display of fruit or anything just like you know like like, edible arrangement yeah like that's just guyish like I don't know (laughs) do I agree Um, my next one was any white bread sandwich, particularly with the crust cut off. (laughs) It's like PB&J, even though PB&Js are like my favorite food ever, they are very much a guyish meal. (laughs) Um, meatball sub. Oh my god, yeah. (laughs) I like... I don't know. Casseroles. I think casserole. Anything with the word casserole in it is so guyish. I don't know what a casserole is. What is a casserole? I don't know. Is it like a lasagna? No, I think it's like, well, maybe, but I don't think it's like pasta. I think it's like proteins. I don't know. Either way, it like, it. Is casserole like a quiche? No, I think it's like Whenever I, like, see on, like, a white family TV show, they're like, here's a casserole. It's in, like, a baking pan, you know? Like, right. I don't know. But I think casserole, like, takes the cake. Oh, I saw someone on the TikTok 
said all Thanksgiving food. And I'm like, that's so true. You know how the people that on Thanksgiving, they have like the sweet potatoes with the, with the I don't even, I don't know. Like that doesn't compute in my brain, but like that. I don't like sweet potatoes though. So like, I like sweet potato, but why do you gotta put marshmallows in it? Like, Okay, I think kale is really guyish, but Brie was like- that, After we talked about this, I said that to my mom, and she was like, yeah. Well, because we use kale, like, on deli platters. Like, we don't eat it. It's just there for decora- uh, decorative purposes. Like, it's- Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I like- think kale tastes good in general, guyish or not. <laughs> I don't like kale. Apple pie slash any pie. All pies. Yeah. Except I'm a fan of pumpkin pie. Kogel is Jewish pie. Yeah, that's true. Well, if a piece of pumpkin uh, pie is given to me on Thanksgiving, I will eat it. But there's nothing it, wrong with eating Goyish foods. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love me a good PB and J, as I said. <laughs> it's just funny. Um. Oh, boxed mashed potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> Anything that comes like boxed, you know. I feel like we're talking about Americanized food and not as much good. <laughs> well, honestly, we're kind of similar. <laughs> um, oh, this was a this was one that we disagreed on. Brie thinks that Jello is goyish. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that just Jello seems- is not goyish, but it's just like Jello. Jello's like an old person food, and when I think of an old person, I, I didn't know I liked Jello was little. I love Jello. I'll eat that now. Yeah, I don't like it's goyish. I don't know. I don't know. It just gives me goyish vibes. I can't really explain why. I just feel like it. It's like it's packaged and it's brightly colored. <laughs> I don't know. It's American. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, I'm all for like a good hot dog. Like I like American things. <laughs> True. Mac and cheese. Yes. Yeah. Yum, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Carrot cake. Yeah, I like carrot cake, but yeah. I really don't know how you like carrot cake. I've had carrot cake. It's not good. Carrot cake, I think, is like my cake of choice. Oh my god. I'm not, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm like a, an ice cream cake person. That's valid. So when it comes to like real cake, um, carrot cake. Oh, you know, it's good strawberry shortcake, also guyish. Yes. <laughs> I said that strawberries are a guyish fruit, and Brie was like, I don't understand that, and I also don't understand it, but something about them just doesn't sit right with me. I I love strawberries. I think strawberries are a staple. <laughs> about them. Can cantaloupe be a Jewish fruit? Because I like a lot of cantaloupe. Well, you said honeydew, and I was like, I don't get that either, but like... <laughs> I like honey. Is wait, I said honeydew sounds guyish. Do you agree or do you disagree? I don't know. I like honeydew. I don't like fruit. I'm like a melon person. I like oranges and grapes, and that's it. I like those two. Oh, and I like blackberries. Oh, I'm not really into berries. I like strawberries, but I don't really care for the rest of the berries. Fun fact: berries are closer to bananas, or strawberries are closer to bananas than they are to berries because they're not berries. Oh, then that makes so much sense for me. <laughs> Because I don't, because I love bananas, they're my favorite, but I don't really, like, raspberries, blueberries, like, I don't really care for any of that stuff. 
Oh, okay. This was one that I don't think Brie really got. Yellow mustard. Just saying those words like makes me want to vomit because at any Jewish deli I've ever been to, they only have spicy brown mustard on the table because spicy brown mustard is the only acceptable kind of mustard because yellow mustard is for people who don't have taste buds. Well, I mean, I agree with you. Like bright yellow mustard also just makes me feel like that's a kid's ingredient in general. Like I don't know who uses that in, like, unless you're seven, but I'm not a mustard person really in general. So I feel like I don't pay attention closely enough. I had hot dogs for dinner. So I was like, that's so fun for you. I see yellow mustard. Um, oh wait, this was fun. Okay. I commented this actually on the girl's TikTok because I felt so passionately about it. Heavy whipping cream. Can you explain that, please? I really just don't get it. You should have asked your parents. <laughs> Heavy whipping cream is an ingredient that you put in foods. Like you put it in a pasta sauce or you put it in like, if you're making homemade whipped cream, you put heavy whipping cream to make whatever you're making more creamy. Like say you're make like Paige, you like to make vodka sauce. Mm-hmm. You would put heavy whipping cream in it to make it more of like a restaurant creamy um, sauce. Mm-hmm. And just the idea of heavy anything. It's a heavy dairy product, heavy whipping cream. Heavy, 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 heavy cream. <laughs> That's valid. And so therefore it's a guyish ingredient. I commented this on the girl's TikTok, and she goes, this one made my dad laugh, and I said, that's the best compliment you ever could have given me. (laughs) I am a Jewish person that was gifted with a wonderful um, tolerance for dairy products. I eat a lot of cheese, and if I was not able to eat as much dairy as I consume on a daily basis, we would have a problem. I think it's because you're, you have celiac, so, like, your body balances the fact that you don't have any gluten. (laughs) When I I got diagnosed with celiac, I had to be lactose intolerant, and then I grew out of that. Oh, so you were, um, celiac, you were, like, gluten-free and dairy-free for a minute? No, but yeah, there are so many of those things. I think they're so funny. Also, okay, this is, like, a side note, and anyone who's listening to this who is Jewish, I may or may not annoy you by saying this because I feel like Paige, when I said this to you before, it annoyed you. <laughs> the girl in the video, she says goyish, and the word goyish spelled G O Y I S H. She says goyish. I say goyish. <laughs> and I sent this to my sister, and my sister goes, the fact that she says goyish is goyish. And I'm like, that's so true. Okay. It just sounds so forced. It's just like, it's goyish. Like, that is the word. Okay, so Brie, I explained this to you already, but I will explain it to our listeners. You come from Long Island, also known as the land of the Jews. (laughs) Um, And people who speak Yiddish. And um, as a person that grew up around virtually no Jews other than the ones in my household, um, who are from New York, but they're from Brooklyn, um, also land of the Jews, um, <laughs> they pronounce Goyish properly. 
But saying goyish isn't wrong because that's how people who aren't around a lot, like who don't grow up around a lot of like New York centric accents slash Yiddish speaking Jews. I mean, I guess, but don't all the Jews start in New York? <laughs> that is anti-Semitic. <laughs> all of the all of the American Jews. Brie is our anti-Semite of the week. <laughs> <laughs> all of the Ashki American Jews. <laughs> but like, I don't. I feel like you're just being very New York centric about it. Like, not everyone. Okay, is- I apologize for being New York centric. If I meet someone and they say goyish instead of guyish, I won't make fun of them, I promise. Like, you can. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying that, like, not everyone comes from the same area as you. And, you know, some people might say it goyish. And if they say it goyish, you know what they're saying. So, like, what? Yeah, yeah, I know what they're saying. I loved the girl's TikTok. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> but, yeah. Bree is anti-Semite of the week. Congratulations, oh, Bree. Bree. No, I'm from the land of the Jews. It Let's give her a hand, everyone. <laughs> no. Oh, anyway. <laughs> so I guess that is all for the week. Yeah, that being said, we're going to head out. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. <laughs> um, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Podcast and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, is it, Paige? Yes, and if you're not going to leave us a five-star review and then, like, also a really sweet message, don't leave one at don't all. Anything at all. That would be me. And if you're going to listen to our podcast, like, you might as well leave something nice, you know? Pretty please. Rate, review, and subscribe. Tell, um, tell all of your friends about us. And we'll see you next Friday. Happy weekend. Shabbat shalom. Happy Friday. Shabbat shalom. Peace out. <laughs>